30-minute reviews, beware of spoilers, and exploring hyperspace lanes are all available ad-free. But if you want to support the show, you can go to bewareofspoilers.com and click the support button that's available on the Spotify website. Thank you. Good morning, and welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam, with a special episode of Beware of Spoilers. Uh, Thanks to the good people over at Amazon, we got to see the first four episodes of Wheel of Time, and Wheel of Time Season 2, because anyone can watch the first four episodes of Wheel of Time. Um, And we're going to give a quick kind of spoiler-free kind of overview on on what we think about this going, you know, going into the the season itself. Um, I think that the strongest thing about this show is the performances. I don't think, in terms of performances, really a weak link. Um, I don't think that... Like, I think that Rosamund Pike is fantastic um, as Morianne, I, and... and you know, I think, I don't know the other actors' names off the top of my head. I hadn't really seen them in anything before Wheel of Time. Um, and it's been two years since season one. So, I, I, I don't know their names off the top of my head. I think everyone kind of is doing a great job. Um, and I think that to that end, they, it does make the show interesting and worth watching. I think this is Amazon's strongest big, you know, big budget, you know, genre show. I mean... Like, in a world where they had the peripheral, which didn't really grab me, they had, you know, Paper Girls was really good, um, I recommend anyone go out and watch Paper Girls, that was, that show was awesome, um, I watched that one in one day while I had COVID back in last July, um, but, uh, what was the other big show they had, um, oh, Rings of Power, which also wasn't, didn't grab me, this one I think is the strongest of those, of, like, that type of show, big budget, you know, high genre, that kind of thing. And to that end, I I think that this show does the best job of giving you characters to care about, even if the narrative isn't 100% something that you, you know, remember. I would recommend before going into watching this season, um, rewatch season one to kind of get caught up on who everyone is and what's going on. Because again, it's been two years. you got to kind of get back into the swing of things. So I think it, it would be beneficial to anyone who is watching this show to be like, let me just revisit a little bit of season one. Um, that said, it's not all positive. Um, it's not all, uh, what's it called? It's not all, you know, fun and games. And I think it's, too, there's a plot with two of the characters trying to learn magic. I I really enjoyed that. Seeing these two characters deal with that is really interesting. And I think that considering the show is kind of going on the same time as Ahsoka, there's an interesting similarity in how magic for the Aes Sedai work compared to the Force as defined in Ahsoka, where you have... Uh, Sabine trying to figure out how to use the Force, because the Force is in everything. Everyone can do it. It's just some people require more training and more practice. Um, and to that end, it's kind of the, it's the way magic kind of works in Wheel of Time, and I do appreciate that a little bit. Um, on the other hand, 
Um, a lot of the time, the the show can look cheap at times, and I think that this is an issue with season one as well. Um, there are times where things are this is visibly shot on a green screen. This is impractical, and you can you can see it, and it just kind of looks a little off. Uh, and then there are times where things are shot practical, and it just feels like okay, this is not as grand as it could be, not as big or as 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 you know massive. Um, the scope and the scale is not quite up to where it should be, and to that end, that is a little bit of an issue, um, especially for a show that is meant to be the, you know, the a big marquee fantasy show for um, for Amazon. Um, if you don't have it where you know, like a battle happening outside, it, it, it's it's a combination of things, but it is a combination of the way it's shot and then also the number of people there plus where they're having this fight makes it look a little bit um tight like it is kind of all contained in one area um which does create an issue um it does make it where the you know the the everything feels small everything feels like you know we're dealing with giant world ending stakes like, that's, you know, that's what we're dealing with, and nothing really feels, um, like, the, the imagery around the action doesn't quite match that a lot of the time. Um, at times, it can, like, I think the worst is it feels like a fan film at times, and then other times it feels like, alright, this is like a mid-budget, like, fantasy, you know, movie from, like, like, or a direct-to-DVD sequel to Dragonheart at times, like, and, and again, that's not, you know, it's not saying the show is bad, because I think the character work is enough to carry it through, but if you're going to compare it to something like Game of Thrones, um, I think you're in for a bad experience, because something like Game of Thrones, um, had this, you know, grand sense of, of scale, and this just doesn't have that. Now, I haven't consulted with Peter yet, I don't know if that, because he's read the books, I have not read the books, um, which, you know, it's something like, when you get to, like, Dune, where I know, you know, I know Dune inside and out at this point, because I've read the book multiple times, um, when you compare it to something like that, and you're like, oh, well, I know, um, what's it called, I know that I have, you know, I know what this could be, based on how it's written, and then how it ends up, I don't know if this is, like, I would venture a guess it's probably more grand, um, like, the scale. If I were a betting man, that would be my assumption. But on the other side of things, um, I don't think that this is something that is, you know, giant. Like, I don't think it's something that, you know, you look at the, you know, you, you look at the, you look at what it is. I don't think we're looking at, like, the Battle of Helm's Deep, um, at any given point in this. So... I mean, look, it does what it does on the budget it has, which, I mean, and again, the character work is good enough where if there are shortcomings in other aspects, um, it, it does make up for it, um, because you do care about the characters, which is more than enough to carry you through, and, and again, this is someone who sat through nine seasons of The Flash, eight seasons of Arrow, um, however many seasons there were of Legends of Tomorrow, I don't remember, but, you know, the effects weren't great there either bad effects do not necessarily sink the show for me. I can deal with a show with bad effects. I, 
you know, if the character work is there and if I care about the characters, I will sit through the show um, from beginning to end. And I think that this show is yet another example of um, a show like that, where it's like I can, because I care about these characters and what happens to them, um, I will I will deal with some some spotty effects and some lackluster action. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, it's not the worst way to spend an hour. I don't think watching this is the worst way to spend an hour. I mean, it's it's entertaining enough. It's, it, it accomplishes what it sets out to do. And really, what more can you ask for from a TV show? Um, but I think that's a good place to wrap up for today. Um, we may go more in-depth on this this weekend. Uh, with the first episode, I'm going to rewatch it, and we'll go more in-depth. Uh, unlike Harley Quinn, where we didn't do that, um, we're going we're gonna to do that this time, I think. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we'll be back later today with the first two episodes of Fiona and Cake. And let me tell you, I have thoughts on the first two episodes of Fiona and Cake. Um, I really enjoyed them, but we'll talk about that later. And later tonight, we'll be talking about Bottoms, and then we'll be with Rachel Sanat and Aoi Dabari um, of The Bear and of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and of Theater Camp. She's having quite the year. Um, and we'll be back with all of that in, uh, later today. Uh, tomorrow we'll be doing My Version of Superman. Thursday, uh, Saturday, Sunday we'll be doing Telemarketers. Monday we will, uh, we'll do Monday, we'll do Wheel of Time. How about that? We'll do Wheel of Time, uh, episode one on Monday. Where we'll go a little bit deeper on this. Uh, but, until our next episode, have a great rest of your week.